0: All right, we're live on the Tosh and Jerry podcast. It's Tosh Myers here again with Jerry Blinder by my side as always, and today we've got a great pod for you guys. We're talking about MLB sticky stuff, Jerry. Spider tax, sunscreen, rosin. We're gonna talk about it all. We've got the U.S. Open, Jerry. Tory Pine. San Diego, La Jolla, California, on the shores of the Pacific Ocean. The great tournament. We'll be talking about the U.S. Open, and lastly, of course, we've got to talk about the NBA. My bucks, even the series out. Irie Irving's out now. James Harden's back, though, Jerry. It's craziness. These NBA injuries are really at stacking up. So uh, we're here to talk about that as well, but. Uh, It's good to talk to you today again, Sherry, on the uh, Tosh and Jerry podcast.
1: Dude, as usual, a ton going on for this pod, Tosh. I had to break out the new Cowboy hat I just got for the U.S. Open. You know I'm a Cowboy man myself. Um, Yeah, dude, the buck's back in it, but we'll get to that. I I definitely want to start off this pod, though, with baseball, which is weird for me. And I wanted to bring it up to you because, obviously, you're following it more closely. So I wanted to get the rundown on it since I'm not as well-informed. About like the pitchers, all these substances. I'm just seeing all these reports coming out, like Garrett Cole's involved, Trevor Bowers involved, like big names that I recognize. So you know it's a big deal. Um, I guess just so Jay, on this with that?
0: this this is what pisses me off about this. You've got we've got a great baseball season going on, and of course baseball has to make a huge deal about all these like unwritten rule changes mid season, and now that's all anyone's going wants to talk about. Um, so first of all, that just annoys me. Second of all almost every picture is doing this like i've seen the news like everyone's like garrett cole's a cheater well i mean everyone's doing this so it's not like and it's not like it was policed so is it, at all but is it
1: one predominant substance or is it like multiple or because i don't i don't know like i don't know the details on this whole investigation or like so there's this one the
0: super sticky substance called spider tack that okay. is like Basically, all these guys just completely uh, increases like all their spin rates on all their pitches. It basically just makes them better pitches. Okay. And that's the one that the hitters are super mad about. And then there's like some guys use like sunscreen and a rosin mix. And really? Some some guys use other things. So at this point, they're just saying you have to, you can't use anything other than the rosin, which is like that little sack. Yeah, yeah. On the yeah. back of the mouth. That's that's been around, established forever. So, yeah, I mean, I'm all in favor of this, but I just think baseball, once again, can't get their whole, like, media relations thing right, and they have to, like, announce this midseason. Like, well, this was the NBA. They would just sweep this under the rug, and nobody would be reporting about it, and it would just, like, change. But in baseball, yeah. it's, like, a, a huge thing. And and it's just, it. I mean, it's going to completely change the game. Don't get me wrong. Like, you've already seen it with certain pictures. And... Well, I don't know. Be if, you good, s-
1: though, if 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 they stop using it and the spin rate goes down and the hitters make more contact, it'll make them a more entertaining games. So I'm all for that.
0: Yeah. And I think that's what everyone's for. It's just like doing it like halfway through a season and like making a huge deal about it. Yeah. And they can track these things so well that, the, that now like you go on baseball Twitter and they're literally showing you like this picture, spin rate and velocity before the date this day after this date, and they're like a completely different picture like jerry i can guarantee you the dodgers they didn't they didn't know this was going to come out when they decided to give trevor bauer 40 million dollars yeah definitely year. not i just hope that roms uh, absolved
1: of this since he's just been on like otherworldly this year like unbelievable yeah i think is, is right? I think was it is it 0.56 i think i saw unbelievable yeah. he literally yeah, i mean and jerry, he bats in more runs than he gives up like unbelievable that's absurd
0: I think this is almost This is going to impact almost every picture, at least a little bit. I, I think almost every picture is doing s- some things.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. that wide. Um, one more baseball thing before we get into the U.S. Open, which I'm very eager to get to. Uh, the Padres have been slumping. I saw that. Is it a Tatis problem? Is it the team problem? What's good with that? Because I also it's, I don't like. I don't know the ins and outs like you do. So i coming to you
0: It's that. definitely not a Tatis problem, Jerry. I can guarantee yeah. you that. I didn't think so, but. It's like saying the problem with the Warriors is Stephen Curry. <laughs> but uh now the Padres, I mean, the pro- the problem with the Padres is that they're just not that good of a hitting team. Um they have they have Tatis, obviously he's good. Machado is good. They have good they have some good players, but they're not an elite hitting team. I mean, if you look at runs scored, they're they're basically middle of the pack in the MLB um where their team is really good is their bullpen so if they do get leads they pretty much always win but um some guys in their lineup are underperforming i think it's i don't i don't think anything's wrong with them it's just uh one of those times in the season i mean they had to play the match. kind of slumping the Mets, team
1: so they'll break the out of it they'll have like yeah, a yeah i mean
0: yeah. if you look at their schedule they, had, they just came off of four games at milwaukee who's winning their division three games at houston who's also very good where they they played four straight extra inning games. Then they played at Chicago, who's right there at the top of their division, the Mets, top of their division, Chicago again, at the Mets. So, yeah, it's a tough part of their schedule, so I'm not too worried about the Padres, but that division is insane, Jerry. I mean, you've got my Giants at the top of the division, get the World Series champion Dodgers, plus 93 run differential, second MLB. They're not even winning their division. And then uh, the Padres are, are four games back at the Giants. So I think this is going to be a race down to the end.
1: Yeah, that's fun. I mean, especially as a casual fan. I've been, it's weird actually being having been paying attention to Dodgers, Padres, Giants. It's like, I don't know why I'm so interested in this specific race. Like most years, I mean, you'll have Giants and, uh, and uh, the Dodgers it's the The blue top.
0: bloods of the MLB, Jay. Yeah,
1: no, it's, I mean, baseball is back. You said it. And uh, you know where you can go for more. You got to check out. Love to Baseball with our boy J-Rob. Check out that podcast if you haven't done so already.
0: Yeah, that's a great podcast. Shout out to the boy J-Rob. Uh, to transition to golf, Jerry. I'm actually playing Harding Park with uh, J-Rob in a few weeks. So, oh, my little God. Championship I'm jealous. I wish level, I could be there. little championship-level golf for the two TV sports boys. And um, that's what the, the, the uh, pros are going to be playing down at Torrey Pines i actually played that course not all that long ago jerry and the uh the rough was looking pretty long when i played a few months ago i can only it's imagine longer now. i can only imagine what it's <laughs> like for for these guys this weekend
1: it's gonna be absolutely brutal i mean i saw a video i wasn't justin rosen it was somebody similar dropping a ball in the rough it went at least six inches down he had to move the grass to see this ball Tosh, and you can't be doing that during the tournament so Um, I want to get into who we like in this tournament as we usually do before the majors. I obviously, as usual, scrambling is going to be huge. Touch around the green, getting out of sticky situations. And of course, greens and regulation are going to be huge. Um, you know, big name, everyone, big name is going to be there. Brooksy, Bryson, John Rom, who unfortunately got pulled last week, which is a damn shame. DJ's back in the mix. Rory, who's going to blow it, uh, and some other names that I kind of like. So, uh, do you have anybody that is speaking to you, or do you want to hit the Brooks vs. Bryson one first? So I just don't.
0: I just don't understand how Rory McIlroy has the fifth best odds. I thought we'd gone over this already. We have. Like, we have. He's just not. Why is he always t- at the top of the the top of the uh, odds list? Like yeah. it just doesn't it's make sense. name.
1: Don't bet on Rory. He's not winning the U.S. Open this year.
0: Okay, so let's. Why don't we just go in order? So John Rahm's favorite. Yeah. I, I like him this. I like him this week. I don't know so, if he's going to win, but I, I do.
1: He, I'm sure you know, but for the people who don't, he's a Callaway man like myself. So I'm a huge and a Spaniard. So I love John Rom, huge John Rom fan. We've covered that. But Tosh, I've often said that the winner of the last tournament, extremely hard in golf to win two in a row. And although John Rom didn't win last week, he was basically running away with it before he got pulled for COVID. So although I will be rooting for John Rom this tournament, I don't think he's going to win the U.S. Open.
0: So is has he been like
1: practicing or I
0: I mean am assuming kinda...
1: so I'm assuming once he was out of the tournament he's still in practicing because he knows the opens this week right I mean I think he can practice as long as he's asymptomatic and he'd be alone at least on the course especially if it's if he has a cart and one yeah
0: so like, I mean last I he's he's gonna be in the mix I just I don't know mm-hmm. um, Dustin well, Johnson I'm not a huge fan of him this week J-Rob. or I mean IJ okay. <laughs> because. How could you not like DJ? He just, he's he just he doesn't. doesn't he just hasn't been playing well in majors. Well, since he won the Masters, he's been just hyped off that win. He hasn't been working as hard. His game isn't isn't that sharp. So I'm out on uh, DJ.
1: I'm uh. It depends on what DJ we get. We get the guy who either misses the cut and doesn't. That's play the why fight, I'm out. Or the guy who's in contention. Yeah, that's I mean, why I'm out. I don't hate it. Let's uh. I, yeah, I don't like him to win this tournament either. But I think it's more so because he hasn't been playing well, not because he doesn't have the talent to destroy Tory Pines. Yeah. Um, the next two on the on the uh, odds list, same odds. Together. To one.
0: As always, 18 to 1.
1: Brooksy and right. Bryson.
0: <laughs> it's yeah. good stuff. Best buddies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you I mean before I
1: tell you my, my take on it, do you have do you prefer one over the other of those two?
0: I at first I like Kepka. I, I like what Bryson's doing. Like I think he, his analytical approach I think is like smart. Like I don't, I don't hate that side of what he's doing, um, but I do think he's a little bit quirky, and I do like Kepka and the fact that he's winning majors, at least one majors. But so, um, I, I like both of them.
1: At first, at first I liked uh, Deshambo because he's taking a different approach, and then he put on all this muscle and was arrogant, and it was hitting the shit out of the ball. I'm all in on Team Brooksy on this one. He has the right approach where it's like, dude, you can't be taking an hour to line up your shot, take the shot, slow down the game. Like, you just don't have to be doing that. And obviously, overpowering, of course, is not always what you need. And I hate the fact that Bryson disrespected Augusta National, the Masters, said it should be like a par 68, and barely made the cut. Like, you cannot be doing that. You disrespect the Masters. I'm out on that. Um, I'm all in on Brooksy. I'm happy, though, that the US... Jerry's is, out
0: on disrespecting the Masters. I like I'm out that. Of, yeah,
1: that's what it really comes down to. I'm just out on disrespecting Augusta National and the Masters. You, you, fuck off. Fuck I out will admit Brooks, that
0: that was Brooks. pretty funny.
1: Yeah, but the course in him alive and he got vertigo that week? Like, what are the odds of that? I haven't seen him have vertigo the rest of his career. That's the Masters that. gods.
0: Yeah, yeah. Man. yeah. But uh, I, in terms of this week, I, I would say I would... Favor Kepka a little bit over bryson but i'm not i'm not huge well, he's won the on US Open
1: twice anyways it's his tournament he rolls out of bed and shows up and is competing on sunday but what i was yeah. saying was i like that the usga didn't put brooks and bryson together for ratings on thursday friday and the pairing which they easily could have done but like we want to see them go at it on the weekend and like every golf fan is yeah. waiting for Let's the two to go to the same
0: group final round. Yes, Thunder. be stuck Let's with each other. Like, they got to earn it. Don't just
1: put them together. I'm a big fan of that. I hope they do it. But Tosh, enough shit dicking around. I want to tell you who I, who I think is going to win this tournament.
0: All right. Who do you got, Gary?
1: I have Jordan Smith winning this tournament at 20-1. to 1, Wow. And here's why. Here's why. He's kind of fallen off the last couple of years, but he's rounded into form this year. He has a win on the tour this year. And he's one of the best scramblers out of the rough around the greens. I think this tournament fits up very, very nicely for Jordan Spieth.
0: I know this, is, uh, this would qualify as not that hot of a take. or are uh, not so overreaction, as you like to <laughs> call it, Jerry. But, uh, yeah, I'm out on Spieth. Because his whole thing is, like, the recovery and the crazy shots. And yep. to me, at Torrey Pines, if he's going to consistently be putting balls in the rough, I think he's screwed.
1: Oh, I think he's like, going to be putting balls in the rough. Don't get me wrong; I don't think yeah, he's going to be so money I off the
0: tee. Yeah, I think that's going to screw him over.
1: Well, so my approach is, I, like, I think we think he's going to play the similar, but I think he's going to be able to save from the rough, whereas you don't because the rough is so thick.
0: At yeah, rounds. yeah. I mean, I,
1: yeah. I think that's two valid ways of looking at it. I just, yeah, it's going okay. To be- let
0: me give you. Let me give you my picks. I really like a few guys. I I think Xander Shaflay. I. He, so he blew it at the Masters. Yep. His next major, you knew he wasn't going to play too well. I think he comes back. He is at Tory Pines. I think he's going to come back and, and uh, prove that he is one of the best golfers in the world. And you know where Xander Schauffele is from, Jerry? Is he from the Bay Area? He's from San Diego. From so San Diego. Wow, played okay. this course. He's going to be comfortable out there. I think Schauffele is a good pick. Um, Another one, I kind of like Justin Thomas. because Justin. You Thomas, like Justin Thomas? That's I mean, unheard of. I don't say it, like wait, Justin say it again. Thomas. Say it again slowly. I don't like Justin Thomas, but I like him this week because, Jerry, he's always the favorite. He always comes in and just has an epic collapse because this dude cannot stand the pressure of being a favorite. He puts too much pressure on himself. Yeah. And now that he's kind of flying a little bit more under the radar, I think he's due for a good week. Um, and then some long shots that I like, Jerry. I I like Will Zalatoris. You love I think, that guy. Yep. Yeah, I think he's just like so rock solid uh, emotionally, and he's playing well. And yep. I think that he's going to be a threat. And then I um,
1: think uh, Adam Scott could flirt with it too.
0: Uh, I don't. I don't know. He's kind of okay. old at this point. Okay. I I like, and then some of the other guys. I like Paul Casey. He's been in the mix for so many. Like yep. I feel like. Maybe he'll break through. Uh, Patrick Reed, I don't hate, and Cam Smith, I well, don't. Patrick hate as well, Patrick Reed, you
1: hate just not to win the tournament. There's a difference. Yeah, there. I think
0: <laughs> I think Patrick Reed could definitely win this tournament. Yeah, dude, yeah, scrape. Nice he's a game. good as long putter. As he scrape the sand. So the bunkers. Tory Pines is an incredible course. I mean, how many times are we gonna see the shots of Tiger on 18 oh. making the putt this here? Hopefully, a speedy recovery for that man. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. Hope hopefully he's. But hopefully, maybe he'll make an appearance on Sunday. on That would be
1: electric. Absolutely electric.
0: I'm in. So, yeah. I mean, this is a great course. It's going to be an epic weekend, and uh, I couldn't be more excited. Uh,
1: It's going to be a great U.S. Open. It's going to be tricky. You think uh, the winner gets to, like, two under? I think it's going to play tough or easier than? I
0: think it's going to play pretty hard, especially if it gets windy out there. That is going to be a tough, tough course if it's windy. I mean, when I played it here, it was windy. It was windy. It was long. The rough was long. There's no room around the greens. Yep. You miss your shot off the green by, you know, your shot hits the back of the green. And rolls. It's going to be a rolling. good shot. It rolls off, and you're absolutely screwed. Yep. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a tough course. It's going to play. Guys are going to not be playing too well. I think it'll be similar to the, to the Kiowa Island Championship. It's going to be yeah. a few guys under, and most people are going to be over par.
1: And I'm into that. I don't like it when everyone's letting up courses. For seventeen yeah. under, and
0: it's like it's yeah, a major. It's I, I like it when it's to tough. Be easy,
1: it may, dude. The U.S. Open makes pro golfers look like me. Like yeah, an the U.S.
0: Champion. Open is not supposed to be easy. <laughs> no, so no, I'm glad it's going to be tough. And Jerry, I got an announcement before we get into our NBA. I don't think you know about this either, but I'm coming out with a new article. The weekly spotlight is sunsetted until football season starts. <laughs> and i'm coming out with a new article it's going to be this week in the tosh and jerry pod and i'm going to write a little bit more about something we talked about on the pod i so, like that uh, hey
1: if you need more quotes on the u.s open i'm your man
0: <laughs> so once we uh, get done with this pod i'm going to write that up so go check that out for uh, more discussion on what you're hearing on this podcast because uh don't have all day to to talk so uh there's always room for more discussion so go check that out at two 2tvsports.com.
1: unfortunately Um, we don't but uh one last thing we gotta hit before we uh, cruise on out of here is the nba injuries usually usually we lead off the pod with uh some pretty heavy nba talk you know who we like who's hot what teams we like coming out of it who's winning our tournament of wins this week it's like all the teams have injuries for the most part is it because of the abbreviated season after a short and weird pandemic one last year? Um, all the teams that were pretty much in the finals in the last couple rounds last year are
0: not in it this year. So clearly... Its Jerry, I Jerry, t- I got a take on this one. I think that this is a major issue for the NBA. I mean, you've got multiple top guys and then also like key role players hurt. I mean, this is... This, you know, you look at the, the t- even the teams we pick. So you pick the Nets, Bucks, Utah, and Suns. We've got KD and we've got Kyrie and Harden out. We've got Devin Chanzo out. We've got Conley out. Mitchell was out. You got Chris Paul was injured round one. The Lakers I had AD out. Seventy Sixers Embiid's knees is a problem. Denver Jamal Murray. The Warriors Clay Thompson didn't even play this year. I mean, hey, there's so many injuries. DeAndre Hunter too. Like this is a major problem. And the reason that this is happening, I think is because the NBA these days is so fast paced and you have all these guys running so much uh, more than they so awkwardly. Yeah. And time landing time. awkwardly and all jumping. Time. And it's just such a fast paced game compared yep. to what it used to be that, that in, in the past, these guys were, you know, not running as much, not running as fast, not jumping as high. And now it's just, completely different and these guys are still playing a ton of minutes my what take is that the, like
1: like i was i was really trying to wrap my brain think about the fix of this beforehand but it's literally dudes are just like landing wrong or either closing out and then landing on something. well i think part of the
0: issue is that out. is that their bodies uh, are already a little bit broken down when something when like they land on it weird so they're just not as like strong when that happens which leads to more injuries or like say like your body's really worn down and then you make one bad cut on your knee yeah. and then you, you tear your ACL. But
1: it sucks so, that like, the, like the best players aren't healthy during the playoffs. Cause that's obviously what you want to see. You want to see the best teams when you don't want to see, I'll still yeah. pretend like the Warriors would have been in the Toronto Raptors if Katie doesn't go down. So definitely. Yeah, exactly. So like the Raptors, have, I mean, it is it part of the
0: game. It's been happening for a while, but I think it it's happens more every year. prevalent now. And I think, what they, what teams need to do, and no one's going to like this, is that your star players, instead of playing between 30 and 40 minutes a game during the regular season, need to play between 20 and 30. Like, you need to not be playing these guys even close to as much to save their bodies, unless you want to go less games. But uh, I think that, yeah, if you, if these guys are going to continue to play 35 minutes per game all season long, it's just going to be the same type of stuff. So. I'm interested to see the first team. I mean, you kind of had the Spurs with Popovich when they did that, where no one played more than 30 minutes. But I'd be interested to see some team. You have team to have a rock go.
1: solid team. I mean, they had a rock solid team when he was doing that. Like Jerry, like, I
0: mean, yeah, but say, say the Nets did that this year, Jerry. Say they yeah, played they KD, Harden, and Kyrie 20 minutes a game.
1: Well, you, so you have to be like, one of the top five teams to do it essentially. But that's fine if you know you're going to be competing for the championship. Yeah, that's what it comes down to.
0: Yeah. Like, why do you have KD, Harden, Kyrie playing more than 30 minutes a game in the regular season?
1: Yeah, you really don't need to. That's true. Kind of sucks from a fan perspective, though. If you're, if you're, I mean, if you're watching the games and you just don't see the players. But uh, one last thing, we're recording this right before Game Five, Nets-Bucks. You want to give a prediction? Pivotal game. Oh, obviously, pivotal Game Five. What's the stat? It's, it's like 83% of the winners of Game 5 go on to win the
0: series, so it's huge. Yeah, and James, James Harden's coming back. We'll see how he plays. We'll see, yeah, I mean, we'll see that's going to be a key factor. I mean... Uh, my one... I, if, I was going to say my if I one had to, take of the game... If I had here, to put my life on it, Jerry, I'm taking the next.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I was going to say my, my one take of the game is KD gets 43
0: points tonight. He's just going to feast. So, Kate, that's the thing. It's KD, I think... If KD gets 43, the Bucks still can win. I think it, it's going to come down to more about everyone else. Like if if Joe Harris puts together another, another one of eleven yeah. nights, then I think the Bucks are in business. It's but, kinda,
1: it's it's really important how crucial role players show up or not during the playoffs. Like it really yeah. swings games. It's not definitely you have to have this,
0: especially. Guys. Especially when you're a team like the Nets and your role players are now becoming huge pieces.
1: At Nick Jackson. Um,
0: yeah, like will Blake Griffin have a nineteen point game yeah, like game one or will he a do
1: wide ab- open three from the top of the arc. He was Yeah, not will he do play
0: absolutely play? nothing like he did in games two through four? Yeah. So I think this game's gonna come down to how the secondary guys play on the Nets. Um I I'm not sold on the bucks at all, like we need a new coach. Our offense is a complete joke. But, yeah, but um, not we good. but like Middleton maybe he'll make enough shots to win this series. Dude, you uh, know, win I mean I've game. been telling you this
1: for what now, two years that Middleton's the X Factor. Giannis, you know he's gonna show up. You know he's gonna be who he is, you know he, he's gonna be reliable in the yeah. paint, you know he's gonna keep breaking threes, you know who Giannis is. Middleton is the key to the Bucks victory or losses. I'm telling
0: you. Mm-hmm. I've Middleton and obviously Middleton Holiday, and Holiday are well, the two yeah. keys. If those guys are if those guys are getting in their bags, if they're making yeah, their yeah. mid range and threes, yeah. the Bucks yeah. have a good shot to win. I mean, those guys are freaking shots. at games one win, and so. two. Yeah. yeah. Um, Holiday also, I could see him having a. I mean, maybe he'll be on Harden. We'll see how Harden plays, but part of the reason that he was a little bit more limited on offense, he was chasing down Kyrie on the other side of the floor playing super hard defense. So, yeah. um, maybe w- now that he's not on Kyrie, I also want to talk about one last thing, Jerry, and that's Joel Embiid's absolute choke job in game four. I mean, Oh, of 12. Well, from the so field I was in, watching in that the-
1: game and he, so he was dominating the first quarter and then he got gas in the second half. Like, he was missing so, three throws once again. Everything Joel Embiid short. Embiid he was just out dead. of
0: shape. Once again, Joel Embiid out of shape. Well, hold on, hold played. on. So I, I
1: disagree with that only because you know, you know, I hate the Sixers and wh- whatnot. I would say Joel Embiid was out of shape when he went with the Celtics the last season and the seasons before that. This season, I think he's in shape, but I think it's hard to play that hard that consistently at his size over the course of the playoffs, and I think that's going to be a continuous problem for the Sixers. Like. You could clearly see his gas, injury or no injury, with his meniscus. He didn't have any legs under him because of the stamina fatigue at seven feet running up and down, especially with a fast-paced offense like the Hawks. They go up and down the floor. So I don't think there's any way around that. And I I think Joel Embiid is in the best conditioning he's been in. I don't think he can get in any better shape. I don't think it's going to get better from here. I think this is the best condition he'll ever be in. Like, he's having a great season.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree that he's not going to get in better condition. I mean. Maybe he's in great condition, but I just. Is he really like running a ton of extra sprints after that? Well, practice? what you gotta do like, though I, is. I, don't...
1: I mean, you gotta manage minutes in the first half and then let him play And they're just not. Like,
0: but, but the not problem not with the Sixers needs. is that if you manage without him, they don't really have much. Like, Ben Simmons has been a complete disappointment. Dude, I ben mean, this, Simmons
1: is only in transition. He literally can't do anything. Yeah. He's he so bad
0: in the half court offense. And then Tobias Hurst tobias Harris is all right, but he's not going to be you winning can't playoff tobias series. Harris, though he's so so freaky. Do you think the Do you think the Hawks get Game Five?
1: They eked it out in four. Uh in Philly. I kind of don't. Stay, no.
0: Yeah, I agree. But I, I, I think it seven. I don't think they will. But if if I Trey Young the can in the Philly. And shut up the Philly crowd and win game five and then come back to Atlanta up 3-2. That would be absolutely I c- electric.
1: I kind of think Philly's going to take game uh, five and then Atlanta's going to win six and seven. I think Atlanta wins game seven on the road.
0: That would be insane. It would game, be very Ben Simmons. Philly, Philly, would fans, be to lose Philly at home. fans would be besides themselves.
1: I mean, it's literally perfect. I would love that.
0: <laughs> Just I them to Get
1: their hopes up that close to the Eastern <laughs> Conference Finals and
0: then... Lose to Jerry and, Young on the road. And one last check-in on our uh, competition here, Jerry. Nets, six wins. Bucks, six wins. Utah, six wins. Suns, eight wins. And Heat are eliminated with zero. So you have 26. I have Lakers with three. Complete disappointment. LeBron just completely choking. Um, Clippers, six wins. 76ers, six wins. Denver, four wins. So I have nineteen. I'm seven back. So and and I have three teams eliminating. You only have one. So looking it's looking good. pretty good for you. Yeah. But uh, the either the next Nets or Bucks will be eliminated. So I'm rooting for someone to win that series. I mean, you six. just have to ride with the, Clippers the at this point. So yeah, I need mean, I need. Mean, well, also the Sixers. The Sixers. We'll see what happens with them. Go but Hawks, baby! Sixers Clippers is a very is a finals that definitely could happen and that would be my pathway to that winning, would literally be but, yeah
1: that is your path to victory is sixers and clippers but i don't like that i like i like the winner of even if it's the bucks coming out of bucks nets i like the winner of that series to beat sixers slash hawks whoever that is so yeah which is not I, a hack, like everyone
0: sixers, i sixers bucks i would not be feeling very confident as bucks game but we'll see the bucks aren't playing bucks. very well <laughs>
1: Uh, it's hard to play well against the Nets, though, I would say. It's hard to look like you're playing well against the
0: Oh, that 76-point yeah.
1: performance on, like, Saturday or Sunday, whatever it was, not ideal. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that is all for the Tosh and Gary podcast. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to tell your friends about the Tosh and Gary podcast. Spread the word. And uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. So feel free to share this episode with one of your friends and uh, get this pod going a little bit more. So uh, thank you guys for listening, and uh, TTV Sports is signing off the mic. Let's go, Brooksy!